Hey everyone, welcome back to the Jamie Star Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode. So my guest today is a musical theater actress who is most known for being on the 20th anniversary national tour of Rent. My guest today is Tori Palin. Have you always seen yourself in a production of Rent in some way, shape, or form? Yeah, ever since I knew about it, yes. Like that... I don't know. Sometimes I, I am a full believer in when you put energy into something and it happens, it's like, oh, that makes sense because I was always manifesting this and putting energy into this. And then other times I'm like, I don't know if I believe that, but I think Rent was one of those shows that I truly, when I first heard about it, watched, I watched the movie. That was kind of my first exposure to Rent um, and listening to the original cast album. And I just, from that moment, I had never heard anything like that I didn't like the content to me was so over my head and I it was like something I wanted to know more about and and just kind of like my whole life I was always in the back of my mind like I feel like Rent's gonna be like my show like I think Mm -hmm. something special is gonna happen with Mm -hmm. that show I don't know when I don't know what capacity but like and again because all the characters you know what I love so much about Rent is that it's truly about everyone it's not just like the principals or the ensemble Mm -hmm. it's truly about a community it's about friendship it's about you know helping one another and that's why I love it so much and so I always could have seen myself in any sort of facet or character within the whole scope of the story and the world um and then rent it's not really done a lot um and you know like when things are on broadway they can't really be done um Mm -hmm. you know regionally or other places and contractual things and certain amount of miles away from certain theaters you can do a production here and you need to wait till it's over so and i just think rent there's been a lot of care around the 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 piece itself because of everything that happened with jonathan larson and Mm -hmm. and his family still being very much like involved with with the with the the Larson estate and that sort of a thing. Mm -hmm. So I think that's why it hasn't been done a lot. So when it is done, it's just so exciting to see um, that Mm -hmm. it's getting out there. And I think it's wonderful to speak to my regional experience. You know, I think it's an important story to put in communities that you don't think it would normally be in, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's why touring I think is so wonderful too, to, to give exposure to theater and to, stuff that's happening in New York, but people can't always get to New York to see right. stuff, to, to be able to see the tours and, and to kind of see a story that has a different point of view, which Rent very much was like a breaking the mold sort of a piece, you know, I mm-hmm. think it's, um, I think it was a great thing to be done in where Weathervane Playhouse was where I had done it regionally, and um, again, I think that community wasn't quite sure what to make of it. It was a lot of mm-hmm. ticket holders who were like, we like anything goes and 42nd street. And then there, here was this like really ballsy production of rent. Uh-huh. And they, the, when people were just like, like, they're, okay. I don't think they knew what to make they're of like, it. They're like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that was a very cool production because of course, um, you know, uh, something very special about a lot of regional theater is that you can really interpret the creative teams can really interpret a piece in their own way mm-hmm. and turn something like a classic or something that's always been known one way and really turn it on its head. And it, it was such a great experience to kind of explore other parts of rent and mm-hmm. playing Mimi was such like a privilege at that time. And, you know, just, I discovered so much about myself. It, it made me fall in love with performing even more that show. It's like, just, it's an electric the music is electric. The words are so meaningful. It's just, oh, yeah. it was life changing. It's a genius then, piece of work. It, I mean, 
did you i'm i want this is a stupid question i'm sure you watched tick tick boom yeah mm-hmm. i lost track as to how many rent uh references there were oh <laughs> that was smart good for you but like after watching tick tick boom i was like it made me so sad because i was like if jonathan larson was still alive like he changed the world with rent like what else would he have done can you like, picture impact yeah, like, I remember I asked Lindy. I was like, can you imagine, like, Lin-Manuel Miranda and Jonathan Larson combining together to create, like, a Broadway musical? I, I, I can't, like, I can't fathom that. And then have Andy Blankenbuehler and, like, all of these amazing people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, yeah. yeah. First time, it was a revolutionary piece of theater. Mm-hmm. You know? What was your personal intro to Rent? Um, so my best friend, Adam, he, his screensaver back in like the day, it was like on the MacBook, um, to have like your background on your screen, like the tiles and it's like the same picture. And it was Angel from the movie. Uh And I was like, is that a man dressed as a woman? Like we were in fifth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade. He's like, yeah, it's a drag queen. And I was like, what's a drag queen like I didn't know like I just Mm -hmm. I I was like and then I was just like fascinated I was like wow that's a really funky costume I was like and he's like it's a musical he's like Tori get it together like don't you like musicals he's like we need to watch this right now so we watched it and that was my first time and you were sold I can remember it like it was yesterday Mm -hmm. yeah totally it's like once you once you see it you're hooked and you're hooked for life Oh my god, I know. Even on tour, I'm like, okay, I've sat through over 200 shows, and I'm not sick of it. And it doesn't get old. It doesn't get old. I mean, I saw Rent in October, and I still listen to the soundtrack in my car, and I've listened to it almost every single day from October till now, and... Oh my god. It's always a vibe. It always is. What did you enjoy about playing Mimi? Oh my god, so many things. Um... Playing Mimi taught me to be fearless. Yeah, because Mimi's like a badass bitch. She's badass, man. She is such a badass. And I had the time of my life playing. Like, I forgot who I was. Like, it was the first time I played a role and inhabited a character where I felt like I lost myself, but not in a negative way, in the way where I was present and just really truthfully, like, being Mm -hmm. this this character and the environment that was created within the regional production really allowed me to explore um, a lot more than when I was able to swing on for Mimi on the tour. Um, Again, both incredible experiences and I was, you know, like I have like a visceral reaction to it when I think about Mm -hmm. those times, but um, truly being able to inhabit the character for the, the duration of that regional um, production of Rent and Weather Vane, it was really, it was life-changing. Yeah. Was performing out tonight really fun for you? Oh my God. Yes. The adrenaline, I mean, it was insane. And I remember my, uh, on the tour, I swung into Mimi in New Brunswick, New Jersey. And I live in New Jersey. So like my friends and my family were able to see me and my mom was just like, we could tell you had a lot of energy and you were ready to get up there. And, and then that's the also tricky thing too, with being, you know, a swing and being off stage when you go on for a track and you haven't performed in a couple weeks or a couple months and then mm-hmm. you go on, 
you're just going like 110% where I'm sure if I had time to work on the part, I would have been able to contain the energy a little bit more. Yeah, um, but you were just so excited because you haven't done it in a while. Yeah, and I also love rock and roll. Like, it's just such a, like, cool song. Like, the guitar is incre- incredible. <laughs> uh-huh. And I mean, you just feel, you feel, like, hot. And, like, nobody is going to mess with you. Mm-hmm. And It's like, come at me, bro. <laughs> exactly. Full, full come at me bro energy. Totally. Oh, yeah. After your regional uh, rent, did you know or have any, I did you know you wanted to do rent again? Or were you just like, oh, one and done? I was, I was like, where are all the other productions? Sign me up. I'm here. I'm ready. I'm a girl. Like, yeah. Um, but that, so that was the summer before my senior year of college. Um, and then that January of 2016, they launched, they had auditions for the first year, the 20th anniversary tour. Right. Yeah. And I was in for it. I was in for Mimi. I got to the final, 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 final callbacks because I was, there was no other rent happening. Like I said, it's yeah. not, not that fun. Mm-hmm. And I was like, the tour, again, that kind of manifest mentality. I'm like, I know it. The show is in my bones. It's a part of who I mm-hmm. am. I listen to the music all the time. I'm like, if I don't get this tour, I need to rethink my whole life. Yeah. So, but it got down to the end of the nitty, 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 gritty. Get it. And I was crushed. I was really, really crushed. And then I was like, you know, in the moment, it stunk. And then I had some perspective, you know, and I went and I worked on a cruise ship for about a year and a half. When I came back to New York, I was auditioning kind of like on the grind. The tour for the 23rd year had auditions. And I was like, if it doesn't happen this time, okay, I'm becoming an astronaut. (laughs) I'm like, I'm changing my career. I was like, I I was like, this is it. I'm like this. I I just like decided that I was going to get it. Yeah. And then I initially went in, I got a call back for Mimi and Maureen, and then they called me back for the swing. And which was, I'd never swung before. I didn't really know what that was. And so then I ended up booking the job. And then while on tour, I looked back to the first time I was in for the 20th anniversary tour. And I was like, this makes sense. I was like, I was not ready then to take on what this job is yeah as much as I wanted it and I loved it the scale of what what goes into being on a national tour and the machine of it all and Mm -hmm. and being a swing and having to know five parts I don't think I was mentally there yeah and skill wise I don't think I was there yet right out of school I think I really needed to like come into my own a bit more and be a bit more grounded and mature Mm -hmm. and I think that's what allowed me to make the most of the experience when I was on the tour. Yeah. So, yeah. Did you always, I know you, like Mimi was like your girl, but did you always see yourself maybe playing Maureen too? Girl, now I'm like, I feel so, I feel like I identify way more with Maureen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I, I don't know if maybe like that, like, younger scrappy side of me felt like connected more to Mimi back when I was playing it in my early 20s and then like as time went on I was like became a bit more like a thinking outside of the box a very creative spirit very free spirit like very much let's talk about our feelings like love everybody and I was just like a lot of values that I had I seemed to kind of align more with Maureen and then when I Mm -hmm. didn't get to portray the role I was like she's also badass but she's funny and I really 
mm-hmm. love comedy um, in, in theater. And I felt like it was playing that role. I was like, oh, I feel like I kind of gravitate more towards Maureen now because she feels like yeah, a combination. Yeah, that's how of I felt I too. That's how I felt too. I remember watching Lindy doing it and I'm like, Oh my god, yeah, I mean, the only difference I would say between, I think, between Maureen and myself is the sexuality portion of it, but besides that, like, I see, like, the two people- You identify with her. Yeah, the two characters, yeah, like, the two characters, the two theater characters I uh, connect to the most are Alphaba and Maureen. Amazing. Amazing. So it's like I totally get what you mean when you says like the you know like she's so creative and she loves everyone and she wants the best for everyone and she just want she's not selfish. I mean mm-hmm. she may come off as someone being quote unquote selfish, but at the end of the day, Maureen is not a selfish character. It makes me think of Jonathan Larson in Tick Tick Boom in the movie. Like when you're an artist, it's not being selfish. It's just that you it is an all-encompassing lifestyle. Like, mm-hmm. you, if you want it to work, if you want your art to get out there, you need you devote yourself to it. Mm-hmm. And it's not because you don't care about other people. It's because you want it to be so good because you want to share it with people. Yeah. You know, like, it is, you're doing it. You have to work so hard at it to be able to give this gift to to the world, you know, yeah. creatively. So, um, it's interesting. I just kind of made that connection with, like, she could come off as selfish. And in the movie, at times, I was like, is Donald Larson selfish? I'm like, no, he... He knew he had a calling to create something mm-hmm. that was bigger than himself. And look what he did. Like, because of that, I'm... Look where we are. Him. Yeah, you know? like, exactly. Yeah. Who did you get to play first on tour, Mimi or Maureen? And who did you play more? I actually played Mrs. Cohen. Oh. Mrs. Cohen was my... I, so I, sw- I understudied the full female ensemble. Oh, so I understudied five tracks. I did Mrs. Cohen, Alexi, Darling, Mrs. Jefferson, Mimi, and Maureen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, my first performance with the tour was our opening night in Tokyo as Mrs. Cohen. Oh, my. and then because I think Samantha was on that tour and Lindy was there too, right? Samantha, yes, I went on for her that day. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So that, and then the first time I went on for. Maureen, we were in Chengdu, China. Ooh. And then I went on for Lindy. And then the first time I went on for Mimi, we were in Omaha, Nebraska. Oh, it's like you did all the, like, oh, I was in here, here, and here when I was Maureen, but I was in Omaha, Nebraska. (laughs) Very exotic. (laughs) Yeah, the very exotic Omaha, Nebraska. Sorry, Lincoln. It was Lincoln, Nebraska. Oh, Lincoln, Nebraska. Yes, we flew into Omaha. So there's theater. I know that they have tours come through Omaha, but we were in Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was staying with people in Omaha for a little bit before we had our shows. Yeah. Who did you play more, Mimi or Maureen, like in general? Like, um, I think I went on for Maureen more. Or maybe it was about the same amount of times. I don't really know. I think I did Maureen a bit more. Was Ayana Mimi when you did it? No, Dariandra Tucker was our Mimi. Oh, because I remember I I saw in my playbill that Ayana's done it before, and because she's doing it now, Ayana Smith. So she, uh, the girl's doing it now. I believe who she's phenomenal. I saw her in Morristown. Mm-hmm. Um, all the Mimis they've had are amazing. Derry, I mean, being able to understudy her, I was just like, is this real life? Like I mm-hmm. just learned so much from watching her work. She's one of the hardest workers I've ever met. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I believe the girl who's playing Mimi now, she was the Mimi the year after our tour. I think the 24th uh, year and then COVID happened. Oh, right, right. Um, so for the 23rd anniversary tour, Dariandra was our Mimi. Um, Logan Farine was our Tucker and then Joshua Best took over. Um, Lindy um, was our Maureen. Um, Lencia was our Joanne. She's on the Hamilton tour now. Uh. Um, yeah, I'm sure you know all of this stuff, but I know it's tricky because some people came in and out. And, and James right. Shoppy, who he was a male swing with me on my tour, he is now the dance captain on this tour, and he's playing Steve. Oh, yeah, I because I remember reading in the playbill like, oh, this person did the 20th anniversary national tour. Like, mm-hmm. it, I feel like that's what they kind of just called it. Mm-hmm. So because right, it is the 20th. It was, we were like the third year of the 20th anniversary tour. Um, but then now they're in the final, it's 25. This is the farewell tour, 25th anniversary tour that they're all on right now. Yeah. Do you think they're going to, do you think it'll be more than just 25 or do you think they're going to stop in after Tokyo? I don't know. I don't know. And also my sweet Javon, who's playing Angel. He was my angel. Oh, he, um, oh, I saw him. Yeah. He was Angel for my year and then he came this year just love him so so much um I don't know because I feel like it would be the perfect opportunity to put the tour to rest this is just my input and I would love to see a Broadway revival oh I'm dying for one you know I mean it's been a while it's circulated the country if there's a way for them to do both so everyone can get a little rent in their life um but I just think now would be a really special time for it to be on Broadway with everything going in the world. We need like a, a musical. We need more stuff that's really like. I would, I would love and, you know. to see it back on Broadway. Love. I've watched the 2008 version from Broadway way uh, too many times. If I need a good cry, I'm like, okay, let me put on this. Like, okay. I mean, yeah. I've watched it way, way, way too many times. I mean, to a yeah. point where I like know it's coming. And and the behind the scenes, it's like if you want a good cry, you watch Jonathan Larson's parents go backstage on the final night, saying goodbye to everyone who's worked on the show since day one. That's when you get a good cry. Yes, definitely a good cry. Have you seen the documentary on YouTube? Not the whole the Jonathan Larson one. Not all it's, of it. It's me. Uh, what is it called? Making rent or no day but today something of rent it's about the whole creation of the show and oh, it's that's amazing gorgeous and it gives you so much insight to the people who inspired him like people that the actual some of the roles are based off of are oh that's amazing it's really special if you're a rent head like i am i think that's a really good mm-hmm. have the kleenex next to you but it's, yeah it's great great watch i will say though i did interview eden espinosa about a year ago and i was asking her these questions about rent and every rent question i asked her she was very shocked because she was never asked that kind of question before so she kept looking at me and being like what wait like what kind of question so one question that i asked her that really stuck out where she really was like speechless was when i said to her i said so since you're part of the closing cast of rent what did you and your fellow castmates do to stay positive during your last couple of shows Mm. And she looked at me and she's like, whoa. It was, it was kind of, I, that inside of me, my journalistic self was, you know, doing happy dance. But it was, but yeah, she was like, well, we all just kind of bonded and, you know, spend as much time together as we could. Yeah, definitely. 
what were some of your favorite numbers in the show to perform in when you were on tour? And what were some of your favorite numbers to watch while you weren't on stage? Favorite number... Um, I loved Santa Fe. Need a car in Santa Fe. Loved being in that number. And Devin Ray, who was our Collins, just so beautifully guided us through that and made it such a visual. Like, he truly painted the picture. And, like, I mm-hmm. felt like we were all so, like, connected. And, and again, just I love the music. And I think that's such a special song. I love the dance, the Marlies Yervais choreography. Like, just truly, it's like, movement that comes from your soul and mm-hmm. it just felt so organic and I just remember just absolutely living my best life during that I loved it mm-hmm. obviously La Vivo M is like the most La Vivo M is a bop it's a bop it so is a bop and we just we were crazy we were crazy people like we did wacky stuff and it, we our cast we just were so close and loved each other so like truly like people in the audience would say to us it it, we can just tell you all love being together and you're just having so much fun during that number. And it was true. Like, so that was great. Um, the opening number, I'm just like, hell yeah. Like, Oh yeah. Punk rock AF. Just like, I mean, every, any role I played or just watching it, or if I just listened to it and I'm at the gym, like, you know, on the track. <laughs> yes that specific beginning part i think is so cool and just like i get giddy talking about it because i think it's amazing but oh yeah i loved watching one song glory oh Um, yeah i think it's such an incredible moment for roger and i just think the song is beautiful and the way the the lighting for me in the show too the staging like the combination of everything too is what makes it so effective in that number and he's just like He's so like isolated and alone and it just those rock really raw rock vocals He's like, like Glory. I just, yes i love love watching that number and i love watching um i'll cover you oh yeah oh my god it's just like i love love you know uh-huh. it's just the best uh-huh. what did you love about the cast members you got to be on tour with to begin you can't ask me these questions we'll be here for five hours mm-hmm. um oh everyone was just so supportive everyone had incredible senses of humor like it was just the most wonderful group of people to be with to make the best out of any situation mm-hmm. like there was never one person who was like mm, debbie downer's here like okay you know, yeah, everyone like, was all happy and all like happy to be together and things like that yeah yeah even when it was like those one-nighters when we would we had almost two and a half two weeks of just straight one-nighters so like bus for eight hours do the show that night sleep in a hotel wake up the next morning do it all again the next day that was pretty rough but the morale we kept the morale high because Mm -hmm. we just loved to be together and when the audience was there and we were like we're doing rents like we're the luckiest people like ever Mm -hmm. you know so um and again, also those times when, you know, being a swing is also really, it can be difficult emotionally because I also love Rent so much. I, I wanted to be up there every night with them mm-hmm. and the cast did such a wonderful job of supporting the swings and making us feel a part of it each evening, even if we weren't on stage. And mm-hmm. I'm just so thankful to 
to that group of people that I got to work with. Yeah. And speaking of um, One Song Glory, I hate to I have to bring her up again, but there's a version of One Song Glory that Eden Espinosa did on one of her albums. She did like a modern Broadway album. Ooh. And it's like, if you ever want to hear a female's version of One Song Glory, you have to, it's her I version. I listen to that after this. I also think Eden Espinosa is, she's incredible. She's such an icon. Her voice is unbelievable and i would love to hear like some female rock vocals on that song and it's totally. like more of like a her ex-husband did the arrangement for it and okay. it's unlike any one song glory i've ever heard but in like the best way possible Ooh, i'm definitely gonna check that out thank you oh for sure yeah but eden doesn't like me so i don't think she does she i think she th- i think she thinks i'm weird but whatever oh gosh i'm sure that's not true would you ever want to go on tour again? Yeah, I really, really would. Mm-hmm. I just, um, it would just have to be the right, the right show, the right job, be like the right time of my life. Um, I'm very open to going on tour again. I, I love traveling and seeing things and meeting people. And um, yeah, I think it's great. Like some of the best parts of tour also were like exploring the cities, you know, mm-hmm. I was like, when was I ever going to go to Chicago or, um, when were you ever going to go to Japan? Or, yeah. Right. I went to in Tokyo. I was in China. I was like, is this like my, is this real life? Like really what's happening? Like, yeah. you know, so I totally would tour again. What is something that always makes you laugh? I don't know. Like there's just like so many like little things throughout the day, whether it's like, the way someone's like walking their dog that looks stupid or like a really funny like meme or video that my fiance sends me on Instagram you know like he digs deep into the internet to find the really funny stuff oh I um, do too yeah yes you, know, you get scrolling I'm like it's already been three hours what what did I just do with my life uh, yeah um, that's been me recently watching um videos of Ellen DeGeneres's producer Andy he has a whole he had he had a little segment on the show called Average Andy where they take him and do all these funny things. Like he goes and he goes to the US Open and he goes and he becomes a raquette and a chef at Benny Hanna. He does all these really funny things and you need oh to watch God. it. It's hilarious. That's awesome. Well I will say, so my favorite podcast is Dak Shepard's podcast, The Armchair Expert. And the relationship between Dak Shepard and Monica Pavnitz's co-host. I mean, they make me di- they do they now do this like improv bit and it makes me die. Dax like, is just, hilarious. I love him i will say to anyone i'm like in my next life i'm marrying Dak shepherd like that's sorry kristen <laughs> he's sorry, he's from like 20 outside of detroit 20-ish minutes from where i live he's from waterford which is like 20 25 minutes from me and kristen bell's from michigan too. yeah she's from huntington woods i know exactly where okay. she yeah i know exactly where she's from too i like drive in that area sometimes what are some of your favorite tv shows um love a Gilmore girl love love me a Gilmore girl again another Lauren Graham parenthood just such a feel all in your feels type of a show mm-hmm. um I'm loving the marvelous Mrs. Maisel right now Pam and Tommy the Pamela Anderson oh yeah I heard about that show that's pretty wild um I love um anything Taika Waititi what we do in the shadows I think is hysterical 
Um, it's basically like The Office, but about vampires who live in Staten Island, and it's so silly. It's on Hulu. So, so funny. And a lot of it is improv. Oh, that's amazing. I might have to watch that. It's very funny. Um, I'm watching Good Girls right now. I know it's been out with Mae Whitman. I think she's a phenomenal actress. And She was Tinkerbell. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's how I know who she is. And she was in The Duff. Those are the only two things I know her from. My first exposure to her was in watching Parenthood. Oh. I was like, who is... I was like, she's a firecracker. I love... I was like, who is this girl? I love her. Yeah. Um, and... Dun, 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 dun. What do I like to watch a little bit of here and there? It's always sunny. It's always good to put on. Arrested Development will make me laugh. I think Will Arnett is so wild, and I love him. Um... Yeah, I kind of like a little bit of everything. I have, like, a very random Me piece, too. you know, and then I love The Crown. Like, I was, like, The Crown, um, Queen's Gambit, you know, I'm just, mm-hmm. like, I love anything that's good and I can forget about things I have to do, um, <laughs> I'm there. Oh, yeah. What is a dream of yours that you would like to accomplish someday? Be on Broadway, baby. Oh, the yeah. dream. Oh, yeah. The dream. What was the last show you saw on Broadway? Hadestown. Ooh, I saw the tour. Oh my goodness! How'd you like it? Here's the thing. I went into it blind. Oh, so you didn't know the music or anything? Well, I knew, um, Wait For Me. Okay. That was it. So I didn't know the backstory. I didn't know a lot about Greek mythology. So I went in just because it was, I went just because, you know, best mu- was one best musical at the Tonys. Let me see what this is all about. And mm-hmm. I was kind of confused because I didn't do my prior research. And I wish I, I did. I felt that at some point, like I had a little bit of knowledge, but I felt, I saw with a friend, I, I thought it was gorgeous. I was blown away by the performances. I think it's I want more shows like that. I think it's so cool what they did with it. And actually, a friend of mine, um, she was Mrs. Cohen on the rent tour the year before me. She's a swing on Broadway mm-hmm. in the show. And um, But I said to my friend who I saw it with, I think I need to see it again. I think I need to see it again to be like, okay, I get it. Like I was trying to make sense of the story, make sure I was following, mm-hmm. but then I was like mm-hmm. missing things. But it was just... I understand. It, it's beautiful. It's... It's spectacular. Yeah, I totally understand the feeling. That's like me with cats. I think I need to see it again to really, because I was trying to figure out what the plot was when I saw cats. Oh, but I feel like you can't really compare cats and right right exactly so like when i like i related it to when i saw it i'm like i kind of was relating it to cats just because i was trying to figure out the plot because i mm-hmm. i'm trying to connect the dots i was trying to connect the dots because to be totally honest with you besides rent rent's an exception uh it's really comp- like hard for me to comprehend musicals that are completely sung through mm, okay. i kind of have a hard time comprehending it so that's another reason why i would the same you know if you know what i mean what who is someone you would like to start opposite someday either on tour on a broadway stage or in a movie or a tv show i don't know why this like came popped into my mind maybe just because i think he's so funny and i'd be very interested to do like comedic scene work with him but wesley taylor Oh, he's supposed to be hilarious. I missed him I in SpongeBob. Him as Plankton in SpongeBob, and I was like, 
I love you wherever you've been all my life. <laughs> like he, I was like, what he did with that part, he was so goofy and like didn't care about what anyone thought in that moment. And I was just like, he must be so fun to like hang out with and to do scene work with. Yeah. He's, yeah, that's what I hear. I hear great things about him. Mm-hmm. From, like, people yeah. who I've, like, interviewed and stuff. They all... I've not heard one bad thing about him. Yeah, he's just really talented. And looks really... Like, he's... Has, he has a good time. Mm-hmm. I remember watching him on the Spongebob musical on Nickelodeon. When it was on Nickelodeon. And I'm like, this guy's awesome. Yeah, he's amazing. And Ethan Slater is Spongebob. That was, like, scary how good that yes. casting was. Mm-hmm. Kind of scared me a little bit. Are you a fan of animated movies? I mean, Disney, like, I think it's all amazing, but I'm not, like, I don't really like animated, not that I don't like them, I just don't watch a lot of animated stuff. Disney's an exception. Disney's a major exception. Uh Uh-huh. Because I grew up on that. Me too. Yeah. What has been your favorite costume that you've ever worn? Oh, wow. That's a great question. My favorite costume... Honestly, it might be from, I think when I was in college, I played uh, Polly in the Three Penny Opera, and we did more, like, modernized version of it, and they made me this, like, custom motorcycle mini dress. Oh, that's cool. Literally built for me Mm -hmm. and I just felt and I wore these like over the knee like thigh high boots oh that's cool so cool um I think that was something that was like one of my favorite things that I've ever Mm -hmm. ever worn and because it was like specifically for me for that show I was like can I have this after they were like no and I was like okay (laughs) yeah that sucks I like I've always like if I were to do a show I'd want to keep the part of the costume as part of like memorabilia I know I know I totally feel the same but yeah I think that was definitely that's definitely a highlight look for me what could this is a really random question but kind of cool the same way what do you think is more cool dinosaurs or dragons I don't know is a dine is a dragon not a kind of a dinosaur no right they're different no I'm not- I think dragons are cool because they can can all dragons fly or only some dra- like I like the, I think the flying thing is very cool but there's dinosaurs who can fly and there's right dragons who fly so like i'm a little i'm stuck yeah i would only say dragons because maleficent turns into a dragon in sleeping beauty oh that's true yeah okay speaking of disney what disney character do you relate to the most Mm. It can be a princess, it can be a nun. Yeah, I don't feel like I'm, like, dead on with anyone. Um, And I feel a bit out of touch with my Disney. Uh, Don't tell Sam. Don't don't tell Samantha Sousa that. I know, she'll she'll defriend me. (laughs) Um, I don't know, that's hard. I don't think I have an answer for that. I'm not really sure. And what is a fun fact that not a lot of people know about you? Um, that I have traveled to 32 countries. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. 
Once again, I've been speaking with Tori Palin from the 20th Anniversary National Tour of Rent. I will see you all on my next episode where I'm chatting with sports reporter Isabella Radovan.